Hey guys, welcome back to 20-something. This is the podcast where we make convos about self-development more fun because we're in our 20s and life is not that serious. I'm recording this episode live from New York City, believe it or not. I just booked a spontaneous trip, flew in this morning for a little vacation on my own because I have two weeks off of work and I was bored in Chicago. Plus, I've always wanted to see New York in the Christmas time, but there was no chance in hell I was missing this Thursday episode as always. Today, I want to give you guys all of the juice on my little health tricks, the sneaky little health hacks that I've accumulated over the years and that looking at this list, these are things that I do every day for the most part. These are the little health tricks to keep you healthy and glowing and radiant even if you're eating three almond croissants a day. Because if you were to look at my life from the outside, it wouldn't make sense. Like I'm eating at restaurants at least a couple times a week, drinking wine, drinking my espresso martinis. I order dessert everywhere I go. I definitely don't stick to a strict diet and workout regimen 100% of the time. But that's the point. Like for me, the foundation of health is 80% of the time I eat clean, whole, healthy foods. I take my vitamins and I work out like probably six days a week. 20% of the time, I do whatever the hell I want. I eat the almond croissants. I drink the wine. But then I add in these little health tricks, these little hacks that seem small, but because I do them every single day and consistently, they build up over time. So these have changed a lot about my health and my body. So I want to share them with you today. The disclaimer, of course, is that these things are just the cherry on top. It's just the extra stuff. I'm going to assume it's common sense for everyone listening that the foundation of being healthy is eating clean, healthy foods 80% of the time, avoiding processed foods and alcohol as much as possible, and moving your body six days a week. I'm going to assume that's common sense, so I'm not going to waste time talking about that. This episode is just going to be focused on like the fun little extra sprinkles on top that you can add to your routine. Let's get started. Number one, hot water with lemon. There are two instances where I drink hot water with lemon. The first is first thing in the morning and the second is always as soon as I sit down at a restaurant. Make hot water with lemon your instinct number one order every time you sit down at a restaurant. As soon as the waiter comes over, ask for hot water with lemon while you're looking at the menu before you order any other drinks, appetizers, whatever it is. The reason is that warm water with fresh lemon juice squeezed into it optimizes your digestion, gets your body ready for food, it gets your stomach acids prepped. So if you stand at a restaurant, usually what you're going to eat is something that you're not used to having like in your everyday diet. It will be easier on your body to digest that food and to not be bloated and to still have like a flat stomach and to feel okay when you leave the restaurant. Number two. Again, has to do with ordering at restaurants. If you're ordering dessert, or let's say you're at a friend's house for dinner, you're having guests over, always opt for desserts that have some kind of fruit in them. So desserts that are based on fruit, especially cooked fruit, things like apple pie, anything with like berry compote, for example, are better than desserts that don't have that extra fiber. Basically, fruits are high in fiber, and the fiber being in the dessert helps lessen the blood sugar spike that happens as a natural result of eating food. Any food that you eat, especially when you eat a dessert that's like high in sugar and carbs and whatever else, your blood sugar spikes 
if you have fiber in the dessert from the fruit, then it helps like cushion that blow so that your response is less intense. But I'm, everybody knows I'm such a proponent of ordering dessert. I will never tell you not to order dessert. Still order the dessert, but just look for something on the menu that has berries on top of it or like some kind of a cooked fruit component. Health trick number three, don't work out distracted. I've talked about mind-muscle connection before. Not working out distracted is something that I have been putting at like top of mind recently as I've been working out. I've gotten into like a pretty habitual routine when it comes to working out. Like I've found the exercises that work best for me. I've found the workouts that works best for me. So the next thing that I wanted to change to level up my results so that I don't plateau is my mind-muscle connection. If you can get this down, you will 10x your results. People need to be less focused on trying to find the magic workouts that are going to make them jacked or the magic protein powder, the magic, like whatever else it is. You don't even need to be as focused on drastically increasing your weight. If you can just focus on being as present as you can in the moment and really feel your muscles as they're making the movement, that will make a huge difference in your muscle growth. Not working out distracted for me is important to this because if you have loud music blasting or you have a podcast playing, something that your mind has to expend energy to focus on as you're working out, you're going to be distracted and it's impossible for you to make the same mind-muscle connection. Health hack number four, if you want a defined stomach, so if you want to be able to see your ab lines, focus on core exercises and not on ab exercises. Most ab workouts that people do, unknowingly, they actually build your abs outwards instead of like snatching them inwards, which is what most, at least I speak for women, what most women want is like a skinny snatched waist that curves inwards. However, the ab workouts that they're doing are building their abs like bulkier outwards. Things like planks and crunches, like all the most popular ab workouts aren't actually doing what you want them to be doing. Instead, having a snatched, like, slim waist requires training your core. Your core is like the pole inside of you that holds you up. That's what you need to build strong to hold everything in and to have, like, hourglass figure type stomach. Stop doing basic ab exercises and train your core to be strong. Number five is a little addition to this. Do stomach vacuums. YouTube search a tutorial if you want to know what these look like. It's not exactly a workout. It's basically an exercise where you tense. There's a specific way that you can tense your stomach that really like strains your energy, but you tense your stomach. It's kind of like the feeling of like breathing in and holding it, but it actually doesn't require holding your breath. Just YouTube it because I'm butchering explaining this. But every time I train my core, I also end the workout with stomach vacuums and I do them 20 seconds at a time. So 20 second stomach vacuum and then 20 second break and do that three times. The next two health tricks are for after a night of drinking. So let's say you go out for cocktails with friends or you go out to the club to celebrate a birthday or even after a work event where you're, you know that there's going to be a lot of alcohol around. Two tricks that will help you stay hydrated and prevent a hangover the next morning. The first is drink one liter of water with 500 milligrams of magnesium before bed. I always have magnesium pills on deck. As soon as I get home after a night of cocktails, I take magnesium and I chug it with a liter of water. Magnesium is going to help with the absorption of electrolytes. So it helps hydrate you very rapidly after drinking, which is important because alcohol has the opposite effect. Alcohol actually drains your body of hydration. It dehydrates you like a grape, which is terrible for your skin. It's terrible for your hair. It's bad for your overall health. You want to stay as hydrated as possible. Magnesium and a liter of water. It'll also help you sleep better before you pass out. The second one is that while you're out for drinks at a dinner or at a bar or at a party, 
my rule is always have one glass of water in between every drink. So I will never have like two cocktails in a row without having a glass of water in between. That again is the hydration thing. Like if you're out drinking cocktails, it's easy to get dehydrated because you, th you think you're staying hydrated because you think you're sipping on liquids the entire time. But if you're going from an espresso martini to an Aperol spritz to a glass of wine, all of those drinks are dehydrating you and you're not drinking water, which rehydrates you. So I have a glass of water in between every single drink as a hard rule. Number eight. If you have plateaued in your weight loss goals or in your body composition, like let's say you're trying to build muscle and lose fat, like you just want to lose a bit of fat on your body, increase your protein intake by 30%. Just try it. I say 30% because this is enough that it'll change your body composition and most people have the space to do this. The majority of people, I can say this with confidence, are not eating enough protein. Both men and women, by the way. Watch the results that will come if you increase your protein intake by 30%. The important specification here is I'm not saying eat 30% more food, just add a bunch of protein to your diet. I'm saying keep your intake the same, whether or not you track, you don't have to track calories, but you probably have a general sense of how much you eat in a day. Take 30% of the calories that you consume from carbs or from fat and convert it to calories consumed from protein. A protein-rich diet makes fat loss and muscle growth super easy because first, obviously the protein fuels your muscles. Second is that protein keeps you full. It satiates you and it doesn't have the same bloating effect on you as eating a bunch of carbs do. So whenever I've, you know, gone out on vacation and eaten all the treats and drank a lot for like long periods of time, the change that I make, although a very small one when I come home, is just make sure I'm eating like max amount of protein that I can and focusing on that. And immediately, honestly, even after a few days, I've lost all my water weight combined with working out. My muscles look the exact same as before. In general, it makes hitting your fitness goals very easy and most people aren't eating enough of it. Number nine, this, oh my god, this is my Bible. Like if I were to write a Bible, I would have an entire verse dedicated to this. Take a walk before breakfast, after dinner every day, and then in between wherever you can. Start your day with a walk in the morning before you eat anything or before you, before you start your day in general. And then at the end of the day, after dinner, take a walk. And again, wherever you have space in between meetings, in between social activities, whatever the hell it is that you're doing, take walks. It's good for your body, first of all, but it also clears your mind. So at the start and at the end of each day, having that time in fresh air just to think on your own is a game changer. The reason it's good for your body is that after dinner at night, taking a light walk really helps with your digestion. So again, if you're someone who struggles with bloating, taking a walk immediately after dinner helps you digest your food. The reason I do it before breakfast is I like, and this doesn't necessarily have to coincide with intermittent fasting. I know intermittent fasting was huge a couple of years ago. People are kind of getting it off of it now. But I still tend to not eat first thing in the morning. I like to delay food or coffee or anything in my body until I've done my workout, gone on a walk, gotten ready, and kind of started my day and gotten to work. There's a lot of people who talk about this. It's unnatural for human beings to put food in their bodies first thing in the morning before you've accomplished anything. In history, we had to hunt our own food before we could eat it. That required movement. Now people roll out of bed, shove a donut from Dunkin' and, and a large iced coffee in their face and go off to work. And that's so bad for your energy levels. I found that I actually have more mental clarity when I wake up in the morning and first get the list of my priorities. 
out of the way. So I have to work out. I go on a walk. I chug water. I get ready. I sit down at the office. I take care of my most important task. And then around 11 o'clock, I'll have breakfast. Personally, that works a lot for me. My body feels like it has more energy. I never feel bloated in the day because every day I, I give my digestive system that break of about 12 to 16 hours without consuming anything and expend all of the energy stores that I have in my body before having breakfast again the next day. Tip number 10, there are two parts to this. It's the idea of taking advantage of extreme hot and cold temperatures for your health. There are two parts to this. The first is sleep with the room no higher than 70 degrees, but ideally you want to be in like the high 60s. So sleep with the room a little bit colder than what's comfortable. The reason is that it stimulates metabolism and fat burning. Cold temperatures have a really good effect on your body and also on your skin. But especially if your goal is fat loss, try to sleep with the room a little bit colder than what's comfortable. The second part is alternating between hot and cold. You don't have to do this every day. I mean, some people wake up every day and do like a a cold shower, but specifically a situation where you can get like a quick switch from hot to cold. So if you're going to a spa or if at the gym you have a sauna or a hot tub and then immediately switching to the cold, either doing like a cold plunge in the pool or a cold shower is really good for your body. What it does essentially to your pores is that the hot opens up your pores not even just on the skin on your face, but all over your body, it opens up your pores so that the toxins can get out. And then once your pores are open, if you super quickly switch to cold, cold has the opposite effect of closing your pores. Once your pores have been opened and the toxins have room to get out, the cold temperature closes your pores so quickly that it squeezes out any of the toxins, the oils from your skin, all of the bad stuff from your body. So it's really healthy to do this like once a week is ideal. I know not everybody has access to like a a sauna or a hot tub. Obviously, some people do this in the extremes. When you hear of things like cryotherapy is those like crazy frostbite, not cages, what do you call it? Just like these little cubicles you go in that are at crazy cold temperatures for like 30 seconds to a couple minutes. And that actually can burn 500 calories in three minutes. That's a little bit extreme. I'm not saying you have to do that. But in general, taking advantage of that mix of hot and cold temperatures to optimize your health. The 11th and final tip is foods to eat for a healthy sex drive. So to keep your sex drive and your hormones in check. This is important. We can't ignore it. It's part of overall health. There's quite a few foods you can eat that boost testosterone in your body. And testosterone is the hormone that tends to be associated with sex drive. So if you eat these foods regularly or especially like on a night out, it's really healthy for your hormones and for your sex drive specifically. Oysters, pomegranates, and chocolate. Chocolate's my favorite one. Like there's a reason that I eat a little square of dark chocolate every night in the evening. And it's not just for antioxidants. Oysters are a lot of fun too. Like I always joke with my friends that oysters are an aphrodisiac. And if you're like shooting back oysters at a bar or at a restaurant, like suddenly everyone around you seems more attractive. But it's true. It actually has like an instant effect on your hormones. For women, maca. I will never shut up about this. Take maca every single day. She will make you horny. Maca root is a a natural substance, but they sell it in pill form or in powder form. And it again is a supplement that's very healthy for your hormones i'm editing just wanted to pop in and ask if you could please rate and review 20 something on apple podcasts i do not do sponsors on the pod and i would like to keep it that way the only thing that i ask of you is that you leave a review on the pod if you don't know what to say just tell me what your favorite episode is 
And if you know someone who you think would find value out of these episodes, send it to them. Send it to your best friend. Send it to your mom. Ratings, reviews, and referrals are the main things that help podcasts grow on platforms like this. So it would be a huge help to help me reach more people. I'm also actively looking for more guests to have on. So if you or anyone you know would be interested in coming on and have something they're an expert about that they can talk about, you can find my email in the show notes. Just send me a quick message and I'd love to chat with you there.